Scoreline Extra, the podcast that tries to condense some of the interviews that we've had over Scoreline. This past weekend, we were actually chock-a-blocked with games, so a lot of post-match reaction here. Of course, Carlo defeating Wicklow. We'll be hearing from Tom Mullally and David Herity, both managers of both teams. Carlo then ended up losing to Longford. We'll have some post-match from that. Seamus Kelly from Kilkenny's under-16 Camogie team will be joining us. And a bit of soccer with John Corrigan and Gavin Houlihan after he got promoted into the Football League this season with Hartypool. First up, here's Gavin. That's the Hardy Boo fans celebrating our own Gavin Hoolan. Joining me on the line now is Gavin. Gavin, how are you doing, sir? Shane, how are things, bud? Not too bad. I heard that. just. I, I think it was before the game against Torquay, before the playoff final, but just uh, fantastic just to hear people singing your name, I'm sure. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's surreal, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, it, it was all, uh, all good crack, right? And, um, yeah, it's something that really kind of gets you up for gets you up for the game, I suppose. And I suppose last time we spoke was at the start of lockdown because you were one of the teams that played like the last game with fans before everything went into lockdown. So having fans back for say the playoff final or for the last few games, I'm sure was really appreciated. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a strange season uh, playing without fans. It's to be honest, it's, it's not uh, it's not the same really. Um, so yeah, to be able to get them back in for kind of the you know the last leg and the I suppose the the business end of the season with the playoffs, um, but yeah, it was it, it was massive for us and their support obviously helped get us over the line. And and talk about getting over the line, it went right down to the wire in that uh, final game. Now yeah, you know you yeah. played Stockport, you came away with a one 0 victory in that in the semi final, but then in the final up against Torquay United. 1-0 all the way up until the 95th minute until Torquay pulled an Allison and the goalkeeper scored. That must have... Like, when something like that happens to drag it into extra time, it's... It, it, you rarely see a team that's on the receiving end of that being able to keep their morale up because that's that must have been a bit crushing. But to be able then to go on and take it into penalties and then what unfolded <coughs> after that, just it really goes to show the spirit that was in the team. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, to be honest with you, when when they scored that, you kind of think a keeper's come up. He scored in the ninety fourth, ninety fifth minute. Um, I did think it wasn't going to be our day. To be honest, I just thought, yeah, it's, it's just it's just one of one of those one of those things. And then, like you said, we we managed to regroup then an extra time and 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 get to to penalty kicks. But even at that, he he obviously ended up saving the first two penalty kicks. So you think, I think again, yeah, it's it's definitely not going to be our day. But um, no, the lads obviously, like I said, showed massive character and regrouped, and um, yeah, just um, showed a bit of a bit of steel at the end to to, to get us over the line. Yeah, it's a, it, we were following along here. We've been following Hartypool's journey over the season, and I, I I remember covering a game. I can't remember who it was. I think it was nil all, and we were like, oh yeah, it looks like it's nil all with Gavin over in Hartypool. But then you go on and score like a last minute winner then as well. It, it must have been yeah. an incredible season, like, and then to top it all off with the playoff, it, it must have been some buzz. Oh yeah, it's brilliant season. Like I said, probably the only the only. Uh 
you know, the kind of the only tint really to it was that was the fact that you know there was there was no fans for the majority of the season. But yeah, look, it's been a it's been a special year for the club, and um, it's been a long season as well. Um, I think we started back training pre-season was the 20th of June uh, last year so it was actually a full year to the day obviously on Sunday when we when we uh, obviously lifted the trophies uh, to, to, to when we were back in so it's been a been a, like a tough slog and a lot of hard work and, and graft has gone into it to obviously to get the ultimate like um, reward at the end of it which is obviously getting promoted so yeah it's been a unbelievable season one I won't forget. And speaking of like being rewarded and stuff, being down in being a footballer in 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 general can be quite tough in terms of job security. And we know that there's uh, talks going on maybe with uh, several first team players and uh, some departures from Hartlepool. So some lads, even though celebrating, won't get to maybe participate in the league. But you're not one of them. You're going to be playing League Two football next season. Like just to even to be back in that and 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 for yourself as well kind of coming across after having fantastic seasons over here in the electricity now going back to the UK you're going to be competing in there against our, uh, another local man from a KCLR perspective Parik Almond who unfortunately didn't happen to gain promotion with Newport County but just uh, looking ahead to next season and you might have some teammates that were, were with you all the way through you might have new teammates is it an exciting or is it you know that there's going to be a lot of work ahead as well because just in in terms of when you're looking at leagues and teams coming up, like teams can go straight back down or teams can make a push or teams can establish themselves in the league. So the, despite all the the celebrations, the hard work is still all ahead of you. Oh yeah, no nail on the head, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. Like we've enjoyed the celebrations this week, but we'll be back in. We're back in for preseason next Monday, and then it'll be it'll be full focus on you know getting getting the squad in order and getting everybody. Uh, raring to go for the start of the the new campaign, and um, yeah, look, it's going to be it's going to be a tough, tough, um, tough challenge for us because it's it's a step up in 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 the level that we were playing at previously. So, but um, no, I'm confident. Like if we if we can keep the core of the squad together, that will will make a good push for it in in League Two next next season. And um, yeah, no, it's it's exciting times for the club. Like. And the, well, like the the fact that you're mentioning that you're going back to preseason next week, and then you're talking about how long this season was and the end of last season and stuff, it, the legs must be feeling a bit tired. Eh? I know you might be happy with the respite and the celebrations, but the legs must be feeling it. Yeah, to be honest, it was just obviously with with COVID and everything that was going on, our, our season got delayed so long that we ended up um, we ended up starting a month later than the, the rest of the leagues. Obviously. League Two is obviously which we've been promoted into. They started a month earlier, so their season is was just obviously always due to start on, on the, the the date that would usually um, it would usually start. So that's the reason for the short break. And yeah, it's not it's not ideal. Obviously, it's it's, it's tough going like um, mentally mentally tough as well. Like you, we don't get much time to switch off. But um, look, it's just something we've we'll have to deal with. We've managed to to get get the club back into the football league so at least there's at least it was all worth it if you get me um having the short break so um yeah no look we'll have another week week off week or so off and then uh, we'll be good to go then for for next week and what way is it looking in the UK then in terms of uh, fans being in attendance like we heard that of the the, the fans shouting uh, outside grounds and stuff uh, singing your name like are we expecting now full capacity back in Victoria Park next season or is there still going to be a limited phase basis what way is it looking in the UK um, I'm not too sure to be honest like I mean I'm pretty sure England's game on Tuesday night they're due to have 
I don't know, I, I can't remember what it was. I think it was 20,000, 20, 30,000 or something like that at the game. So, um, yeah, you can see the like the attendances are, are slowly slowly climbing and they're, they're obviously letting more and more people back in. Um, so you would hope by obviously the, the, start, the start of the season and the first week in August that we should be able to have close enough to full full, full capacity, maybe four or five thousand um, at, the, at the game. So just keep our fingers crossed for that. But yeah, look, as long as we have, uh, have some fans in there, it's, it's better than having none at all. Awesome. Well, Gavin, look, we'll be following your journey next season. No doubt when Newport County, Porrickham and Gavin Houlihan go up against each other, we'll be covering it extensively here on KCLR. We wish you nothing but the best. Are you keeping up to date with anything that's happening back home with Evergreen or anything like that? Oh, I am, yeah. I'm always, I'm always checking the Twitter and, and, and seeing how they're all getting on. So, yeah, no, I always keep an eye on it and um, keep, it, keep an eye out for a few, um, few players coming through the ranks. Like. That was Gavin Houlihan. We're going to keep with the soccer theme. And this is John Corrigan calling out the McCallum Cup semi-final draw. Well, it was another busy week for the KDL. Of course, all the Divisional Cup games have been made and have been drawn after Wednesday's games, and we were covering it here on Scoreline. You can go check out scoreline.ie for all those fixtures. But now it's time for the McCalmont Cup draw. Yes, the KCLR-sponsored McCalmont Cup. It's been going ahead for, what, we went from the last 32, from the very first games drawn into the last 16. Then the quarterfinals were held today. Eight teams battling it out for a chance to get into the semi-finals to give you those results now Evergreen B Evergreen had actually a lot at stake in this they were playing three games in total none in Evergreen Park but Evergreen B lost out to Thomastown United A former KCLR producer Paul Dyle will be very very happy with that one it was 3-1 out in United Park in Thomastown 11am kickoff. Freebooters went up against New Park Freebooters after a tremendous victory in the Divisional Cup over Evergreen at the on Wednesday 3-2 it ended there but it ended one all after extra time so therefore needing to go to penalties now I myself, being part of Castle Warren, we suffered at the fate of penalties and to Callan United, who then went on and suffered to Dean Celtic. But this was the third penalty shootout to be decided in the McCallum Cup this year. And New Park A went on to win that. It was 6-7 after penalties in the Fair Green. Tremendous result for the people down at the bog. Even though it was in the Fair Green, the celebrations, no doubt, will be continuing. And hopefully they'll be able to uh, continue for their sake into the final. But we'll figure out who they're playing in just a bit. Dean Celtic A then defeated Evergreen 46. A great run for Evergreen 46. It was 4-2 though out in the Princess Ground in Castle Comer. And then Fort Rangers suffered a big defeat at the hands of Evergreen A in Clonard Park so we have our four final semi-finalists it's Evergreen A Dean Celtic A New Park A and Thomastown United A it's a battle of all the A's but who's going to get the A plus mark when it comes to the final well we'll figure it out here joining me in studio is the very very busy uh, KDL chair Mr John Corrigan John once again, thanks very much for coming in. No problem, Shane. It is great to be able to do it, you know, and uh, interesting results today. We probably wouldn't have, if we had put money on them, we wouldn't have got them all right. Yeah. You know, a bit, bit of a shock there. But look, that's football. That's uh, If we could get them all right, there'd be no fun in the, in the thing. Exactly. And it's great to see as well the, the diverse nature of the teams as well. Evergreen, Dean, Celtic, New Park and Thomastown. You know, you could have had an Evergreen against Evergreen in the next round if one of the teams came through. But the Evergreen 46 team and the Evergreen B team can still have something to 
cheer on and shout about as well. Uh, Freebooters A, unfortunately, they don't have uh, much of a say left in the McCallman Cup. However, they're still in the Divisional Cup and they have that Pat Marshall final coming up as well. Yeah, it's basically a busy week for, a week for them. And what's, uh, look, I'd have to congratulate all the teams because really what's catching a lot of these teams is uh, like such a short time, injuries, they don't get a chance to heal up. And look, fair play to them all for putting out the teams and playing the games. Like, Boothers today now they, they lost out that game but they have straight turnaround into a cup final and then the following week more than likely they'll be back into face their own lads in another semi-final you know so some free Boothers team is going to be in the divisional cup final as well exactly so, you know it's just that that's the way it goes and to all the teams that lost out today look well done lads it, it, was, it was great to get a few games played and thanks for fulfilling your fixtures and Evergreen 46 being the, the team ranked in the lowest division you know just to even get to the quarter final it's tremendously hard when you're talking about maybe sometimes the discrepancy of uh, the different levels of what people play at you know Evergreen A would have players that played League of Ireland football stuff like that but for Evergreen 46 to be in Division 3 to be able to get to a quarter final level we spoke to spoke about Davy Roach you know he, he talked about the ageing side that they have and all the stretching no better man to help you with the stretching uh, than Davy Roach from Roach's Injury Clinic but well, 46 would have a little bit of League of Ireland experience as exactly well. like yeah. Brian Jordan and them have all have, I think Brian was still playing with him and uh, you have the Cashins and a very experienced team like the body mightn't be willing to run it <laughs> but, but the brain is working and, you know so they take beating and that and that's the important part the brain keep working uh, we're going to do the draw now for the semi-finals uh, do we have any indication when these go- is it going to be Sunday again the data the data fixed I haven't I don't know who's going to be who but Saturday evening this coming Saturday evening it'll surprise people the way it's working but the coming Saturday evening at 6 o'clock the first of the semi-finals oh, will wow. be on out in Derdimus Park we, we just don't have the time and then Sunday evening at 6 o'clock is the second one wow the reason for the 6 o'clock is there's League of Ireland games on earlier the Carlo Kilkenny. Kenny are playing both Saturday and Sunday and you're actually not allowed to play a game before a League of Ireland game. Right. So we have to play it after. So both games are on Saturday, Saturday and Sunday evening at six o'clock. Um, well, we'll draw them here and, and sit down with the boys then and we'll decide who's, who will which, who, which, be Saturday, who will be Sunday. And the McCallum Cup final is fixed for the following Saturday night, which is the 10th of July oh, brilliant. at six o'clock. Yeah, Saturday fixtures were always a, a, a nice thing to go by as well with the day off work for some people. Unfortunately yeah. for us here at Scoreline, we'll be working the next day, but still. Well, with the weather they're giving, 6 o'clock might be a nicer time to be starting than <laughs> playing it earlier in the day. They're giving very warm. So, so just to, to kind of confirm, it doesn't matter what way these are drawn out in terms of fixtures. The Saturday and Sunday games will be picked at a later time. So the first name later. that the first two names we pick out doesn't necessarily mean they're playing on the Saturday. No. No, okay. no, no, we would sit down and look at them like you have to take in, look at little things like people that are be working, maybe a country team working. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't just say to them, look, you're playing Saturday evening, but they're there, whether they're working or not. Yeah, so we'll, we'll sit down and we'll look at it and, and see. Well, lovely. Well, are you ready to go, sir? Yeah, you have four pieces of paper there in front of you. There's a name on each, so I'll allow you to pull away there. The first team named out, which will have the home tie in the Prince's Ground. It is Dean no, Celtic. they're playing Dirtimus. They're playing the Dirtimus. I apologise, you just Dirtimus. said it. Yeah. I should have listened. Out in Dirtimus, it's going to be Dean Celtic A. So Dean Celtic A, after their victory over Evergreen 46, it was 4-2. The next team to come out, Dean Celtic, will be going up against New Park A. 
Nice, interesting game. Castle Comer against New Park. Looking forward to that one. I'm sure everyone involved will be as well. The next that leaves only two other teams, and the, the team that I have here is Evergreen A. So hopefully, if this was all taken down, <laughs> right, it's going to be Evergreen versus Thomastown United A. So we could be left with a, either all city final, a city v country final, or an all country final. Take away our last cup final, which was Evergreen and Fort Rangers. The pre three previous cup finals were between Evergreen and Thomastown. Would Evergreen win in two of them and Thomastown win one? Well, it definitely won't be this time no. as well. So semi-finals, it's going to be Dean Celtic A against New Park A, followed by Evergreen A against Thomastown United A. Yeah. Well, two, we have two, two cracking semi-finals. So that, that'll... The Divisional Cup, I know you're involved yourself with the Divisional Cups. I just have to look at them because I, I, I'm playing Division 3 this week. There are some of the Division Two will be played this week as well. I'm just not sure of the Knights. Division One can't be because Evergreen B are involved with in the Marshall. It's a club competition for them, so they're involved in that. And there's no use playing one and not playing one. And I can't do the Premier because Dean Celtic and uh, well, Boothers are in. The Boothers A are in the Shield final. Shield final. Yeah. So that eliminates them. So they they will be played the week or the week and after you know it depends on as long as Dean Celtic stay in the McCallum Cup well then it'll be the, the last week a bit of a logistical nightmare but yeah, you're coming through it you just have to keep an eye on on, on him and not, not kill lads you know but uh, that's the way it is but as I said before everything has to be over by the Sunday the 18th Sunday the 18th and, and when is the new season starting then the new season will be possibly the last second last week or some mid, mid-August we'll try and uh, maybe try and start it as early as we can because the outside competitions Leinster and FAI Junior Cup they start in early in September so you'd, you'd like to give the likes of the, the, the bigger teams that have a that would fancy their chances in that they'd have to have a little bit of competitive games you know as yeah. challenges are grand but if you had a competitive game or two under your belt going into them it, it gives them a it gives them a boost and we give them every help we can Fantastic well John it's always a pleasure just to reiterate it's Dean Celtic A against New Park A and Thomastown United A against Evergreen A both games are going to be slated for Saturday and Sunday in Durdimus at 6 o'clock hasn't been confirmed which team is going to take the field on Saturday but uh, no doubt you can follow all that information on the KDL website teams will be updated as well exactly up on it this evening we'll have it up on scoreline.ie just to go revert back to the divisional cups we'll call that out they were made yesterday in the junior mock lawler premier cup is going to be an all freebooters affair freebooters B versus freebooters A freebooters B bet the C team in the uh, previous Pat Mar Shield I believe so it was the B team versus the A team Dean Celtic A then against Clover United so that's the semi-finals of the Junior Mock Lawler Premier Cup the Junior Division 1 Billy Lahey Memorial Cup Evergreen B versus Callum United New Park A versus Ormond Villa in the Junior Division 2 Ken and Michael Byrne Cup Bridge United B versus Freebooters C Castle Warren Celtic versus Freshford Town and the Junior Division 3 Jim Marr Memorial Cup St. Canis's versus versus Dean Celtic B and Tullerone versus New Park B. Lots of games still to be played. Lots of teams are hoping for a some type of victory and some type of uh, slice of championship glory. And, and just to, to put in the Marsh Eel final for Wednesday night. So that's one 
two, three, four, five. There, there's so many finals. There's so many six, six finals. Six finals. Six finals and two semi-finals. So eight games out there. Looking forward to it. Hopefully, we'll get to dirty miss with Castle Warren Celtic, John. Uh, I don't think we might need you back in to do the draw I next do, week. I was just <laughs> going to say to you that, um, look, to, to, on behalf of the league, to thank KCLR and thank yourself here for allowing us the opportunity to promote the game this way for sponsoring the competition and I was going to say to you I won't be in next week but it'll be an opportunity maybe for the teams that get to the final or some, some, someone to have a chat you know and look look forward to the final or look back at the Mar Shield but uh, look lads until next season from myself thanks very much That was John Corrigan from the Kilkenny District League. Next up, we'll have Tom Mullally and David Herity of Kildare after Carlo defeated them in the Joe McDonough. Yeah. Tom Mullally, it was never going to be easy coming to St Connellas Park. It wasn't, but you got the win and that's what's important. No, we're delighted, Brendan. I mean, that's the, that's the nature of, of, of this competition is we, we needed to get the win. Obviously, playing a team that's in, in form is, is difficult, you mean, and stuff like that. We were only trying to find our form coming towards the end of the league. These are kind of uh, Kildare Christie Ring champions, you mean, and, 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 and league champions. I mean, that's a, that they're probably up there in terms of the form teams in the country. Coming to their home patch here, I, I couldn't credit our own players enough in relation to getting the win here today. And I thought, I thought when the questions were asked, they, they kind of stood up. Good game. It'll suit Carla going into the Westmead match next week. Well, good quality of hurling in it as well. Free flowing game. Took your score as well and under pressure in the first quarter but bounced back and got some lovely scores and the team worked well then Ah, yeah, I thought they, I thought they responded well enough to the questions that were asked. You I mean, and, and and they did enough. Whilst we mightn't be happy with some of the scores we conceded, that, that's that's the nature of having having something to improve on. I mean, and things like that. But I thought we at the other end of the field we we worked we worked really hard. I thought we showed a, we showed a bit of character, and we probably showed that we wanted to stay in the competition. Yeah, because it is important. A loss in your first match in the Joe Mack with three teams in the group, and on the other side with Mead, uh, the other two teams down and Kerry. Uh, you're here with West Mead and Kildare, and just end up to turn some commentary. If you didn't get a result here to the draw, West Mead. No on the last match what they had to do so Kildare got to Mullingar so you've done your bit today so roll on next weekend yeah, thankfully uh, the job, as I said, was to, was to come here and get, and, and get a win. And once this, now that this is over, obviously Westmead are, are are the next challenge for us. I'm sure they'll be looking on today and, and, and seeing plenty of opportunities for them next weekend. But we can only control ourselves today. We got the win we wanted, and, and we move on and prepare now for next weekend. And come into the game without your talisman. The bad news filtered out during the week. Marty picked up a knock. He's going to be out for a while. But the lads, in fairness, got stuck in. But he's a big loss for Carlo. He's our talisman. He's as TJ Reid is for side of likes of Kilkenny. Marty Cavan for Carlo. But to be fair to the lads, everybody did their bit. But uh, he's a big loss. Oh yeah, when you lose any member of your panel or any member of your team, like they're always kind of irreplaceable in terms of the talents and skill sets that they have. But that's why we have a panel. That's why we've been working all year. And I suppose, I mean, someone's lost to someone else's opportunity too. We I mean and stuff like that. So I think the players responded well. It was only last Sunday that it happened. So I think they've only had a short space of time. But getting this win under their belt, I think, will will strengthen them that way. I think you know. Nine commentators out of ten, Tom, I was asking the manager, what are they happy with? Uh, is running you're unhappy with today? I know we won't go into detail as such, but a few high balls, I suppose, their goals, I suppose, giving away the goals, I suppose. Goals will be scored in hurling games, but they got in soft enough for probably the third one. You were probably disappointed because the game was in the melting pot at that stage. Well, there was probably key areas that got them back into it, all right, and that's something we'll, we will have to kind of look at and kind of address. Um, I suppose, am I unhappy with that? And when you get a win in, in, here in Newbridge, Brennan, you're never unhappy, you know, stuff like that. So I think I'll have to credit the players in, in, in relation to the response to the setbacks. I think, and whilst we have things to improve on, yes, I, I, I'm still, I mean, our, our primary objective coming here today was to get a win, and that's been achieved. So well done to the players today. Okay, and before I let you go, Edward Burnessy here today. So obviously, he's back training at the moment, I believe. Didn't make the team today, but the good news is Eddie's on the way back. 
Well, uh, if he if he can get himself uh, ready to train two or three nights in, in a row, that might help. You I mean we'll go from there? Okay. And a lot of listeners asking us, Alan Corcoran. Alan has been out long <coughs> long term with an injury. Is there any future for Alan? Is he coming back in, or what's the story, Alfie? Back in the Stone Gales? I, I don't know. To be honest with you, yeah, I haven't been in contact. I, I, all I heard last was that he was injured. I'm sure there's plenty of other players in the county as well that are probably yeah. injured as well. Um, I won't go into one or two individuals no, as much as about to try win. and draw me. Thanks yeah. very much. Well, listen, well, but, uh, well done today, and we look forward to next week, Tom. Great win yeah, in the end. Thanks but, very much. Thanks a million. Come on, thanks a million. David Herity, it was Kilkenny against Kilkenny with Tom and yourself as banished doors, but it was Carlo and Kildare. Your team put up one hell of a fight. You're obviously disappointed. Carlo get the win, but a great performance from Kildare. Yeah, it's very pleasing, I suppose. We haven't lost in a long time between Christy Ring and uh, 2B League, so it's, it's, it's hard enough now at this stage, and I suppose it's about the lads now being mentally strong enough to be able to deal with that, put it to one side, and hope that we can hopefully Westmead do a job for us. I know you don't want to hear that, but hopefully Westmead will do a job for us next weekend, and we can uh, yeah, try and get that win back now uh, against Westmead in two weeks. Uh, you're working very well Kildare Hurling has come in strength to strength teams over the last few years looking at Nace the likes of Selbridge League Slip the strong areas the uh, Art Clocks Kyle Doves all these areas but uh, you, you've unified a great group of players to come in here today and you've asked questions of Carlo big time I mean this time two years ago Carlo were playing Galway in the Leinster Senior Championship you're playing Christy Ring as you said you're Christy Ring champions ok Carlo have come down they're probably a little notch on paper above Kildare but uh, your team look like they're a team could mix it there with five, six, seven or eight teams in the country at this level yeah, and that's credit to the amount of work that's been going on at underage and in the club scene as well. Um, the lads, there's a great bunch of players there. I've no doubt that we have the best players in the county playing with us at the moment and that's the main thing for Calera. I'd say it's probably the first time in a long time when we can actually say that and we've I know we've some outstanding lads that probably didn't get on today um, and will be coming back from injury as well so there is a very very strong panel there um, Carlo were just that small bit sharper near the end they were a little bit a little bit clever kind of on the ball getting down over winning a couple of frees near the end and kind of and, experience oh, it is experience it is that's exactly it and it's even just the first touch of of a ball being given out and it's sticking to hand rather than the ball dropping, we get it back up into the we get it back up into hand. But that 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 extra touch is the difference between catching it and being straight through for a point, or catching it you're heading back out and then you have to give off another one. Small little things, but the lads are improving massively. You know, I know we're bitterly disappointed, but at the same time we we, we I, I, to be honest with you, I just the, the most pleasing thing about that is we went down by six seven points there in that second half. Now to me that's when you. Uh, in other years and even we've seen this in the Kyo Cup that we go down then by 8, 9, 10, 11 yeah. and it just goes off into a kind of you lose by 12 and then the Westmead game is irrelevant yeah. but now all of a sudden there's three points in it yeah. there's absolutely nothing in this the lads stuck with it they're very very they're, they're changing the mental toughness of Kildare I find is the big thing and lads that aren't getting in today that it's just a case of right the team didn't win we go off they go back to their clubs a few lads who didn't play now today get it right and we'll be back in then Thursday night as a collective group and make sure that we have it right but just the mental toughness is something that's been commented about Kildare down through the years since they've started but that's turned that's the most pleasing thing for me you scored 316 it would win most matches as well that's another disappointing fact I know Carla got 222 but 316 is a big score as well David it is yeah it's still we've we've been scoring a Probably 
hell of a lot more than that in the league as well yeah. obviously against uh, Carlo was a, a step up in the opposition there today I thought we left a few behind before half time we could have easily went in level at half time we just hit four bad wides and like you say just when we got on top there a few just small positions I, I, I think ourselves a bit of game management you know at times there we nearly had two lads back and we didn't need to have two lads back instead of one lad pushing on yeah. small little things because Carlo then were able to work that ball out and pick off their men a little bit easier but we'll get, we'll get that that's all the experience we haven't had that this year uh, we probably haven't had that you know when you're up in 2A and this is the big thing for me coming out of this year we had to win 2B league yeah. to get up to 2A to be playing these kind of matches every single week that you learn from them and then you're coming in today you're not learning on the spot today which some, sometimes we were um, the lads will get a massive amount from that then la- next year when they are playing a two way and, and top quality opposition every single week OK well listen well done in your performance the very best of luck against Westmead I know you want them uh, to do you a favour next week but uh, you're in Mullingar in your match are you? We are yeah, yeah we're so in Mullingar one, one home yeah Mullingar in two weeks time well listen keep up the great work David and well done on all the great work so far and best of luck to Kildare you really did a great job today but unfortunately in the end Carla won the match for you but uh, there's good times coming for Kildare hurling and well done please God thanks very much Man. well done well done David How are you Congratulations to the Carlo Hurling team and commiserations to the Carlo football team. Here's the post-match reaction. My crew, obviously disappointed. You were a bit disappointed after the load game and you said you wanted to lift it. They gave it a fair rattle in the second half, but I think that first half came back to haunt you in that game. Yeah, absolutely, Brendan. And I'll tell you, we had... I suppose we'd seven wides to their two um, and that was a massive I suppose disappointment for us because generally our boys are very economical up front um, and I suppose them seven wides come back to haunt us um, but in fairness to the lads in the second half they hung in and hung in and hung in and we got right back to four points and Dara Foley was unlucky with a free and they came right back up and got a score and then Dara got a super goal to get back again um, but with a couple of balls cleared off the line that we could have just snuck it at the end but I think Longford were probably deserving winners at the end Yeah um, Paul Brothers didn't start uh, he came on as a sub he did quite well when he came on but obviously there was an injury there Yeah Paul didn't train since the loud game he just did one session and he didn't train all week um, so we're probably waiting for the sting to go out of the game uh, just to get him back in and you know I suppose if we had got them four or five scores um, and in hindsight if Paul was on was there a chance he could have got them maybe uh, but I'd back Chris Blake and, and Hulton to get them scores all day every day and in fairness it just didn't happen for them just I mean when you're talking about inches wide that's what they were um, so can't fault our lads to put in an awful shift from start to finish but things just didn't happen what happens is when you miss them scoring opportunities energy levels drop yeah you could uh, see you could actually yeah. see that yeah, yeah. the heads dropped yeah, so you work so hard to get into them areas of the field and then uh, when they don't go over for you, you get no pocket of energy whatsoever. And Whereas the opposite end with Longford, they were getting their scores and they were getting plenty of energy. And, and that's probably what happened at the second water break for us, or the first water break after that. We, we, we struggled to get to the pitch of it and um, I think we were nine points down coming in. Uh, but we, and we won the second half by two points. So um, you can't fall to the lads in that. We... we Brahan or five subs um, but yeah look there's a body of work to be done I suppose we're only 17 weeks with these lads in terms of training from last year and this year and uh, you know we've a fair hand on what needs to be done um, and in fairness the county board are back and this and that um, so physically and mentally we have to get these boys right because every one of them lads want to represent Carlo uh, so we want to give them um, the tools for that and make sure that we get them physically and mentally right going into the league next year 
goalkeepers um, don't get much praise in games uh, forwards backs midfielders are always spoken about but uh, he had one or two poor kickouts, but he can't be really criticised for because he had four or five fantastic saves so Kieran Cunningham kept you really in that game at vital times absolutely Kieran's a good lad he, he's one of our hardest trainers he you know, he works so hard and he works so hard to get into the first 15. So, yeah, look, he's a good lad. He's only going to get better and better and better. It's his first season. Um, so, I mean, hats off to him. He had three or four bad kickouts in a row, and th- that can happen to keepers. And there's a, it's a two way thing. Defenders probably weren't running for him, and um, probably made the decision hard from then. But, look, he's a good lad. He's after having a great season, um, and he's only going to get better and better. Niall, before I let you go, no back door. So, it's a long time now before Carlo will have an inter county football match for clubs. Or counties like Carlow and the Wicklows of this world they need matches there's not going to be matches for a long time and for you you're not going to have these fellas go back to their clubs now so it's going to be a long break yeah no it is And but to be honest with you Brendan we, there's a body of work that has to be done off the field in terms of getting these lads right for preparation before they come training um, so when they're finished with their clubs we're going to grab them straight away um, and I suppose ask them in terms of their behaviour outside of um, now, inter-county football has gone so professional now that um, you know, they're going to have to give that extra little bit, you know, a little bit more even, uh, which, which is not, it's not ideal, but if you want to make it to the next level, you're just going to have to do a bigger shift. Um, they've done everything we've asked them, but there's a hell of a lot more we can do, and um, you know, the county board are going to meet us halfway in that. Um, so I'll be hoping when the boys come back next year that we'll be physically in better shape and mentally in better shape and I think that's that's what these boys deserve when they put their time in um, and of course that all you know that's all revenue um, you know when you're doing extra training and you're having top class facilities for them that's going to cost and I suppose even yourself Brendan doing the, that challenge for 50-50. The, the 50-50 was brilliant and you know it's, it's things like that to keep the whole thing going but we want to make sure that every young fella wants to play with Carlos senior footballers and in fairness in Torlo's time here there's some massive wins and we want to get back to that um, Miners, Miners had a great win yesterday I was delighted for Damien McMahon he's a good lad um, and I know with Barra with under 20s uh, they're training very hard as well so all them teams need to get um, the best preparation possibly and if they do that they're going to get better and better and it mightn't happen this year for them but the more preparation you put in um, you'll see the dividends paid in, uh, in years to come Okay, we we'll look forward to working with you in the future now. Commiserations on today, but there was great work done, but unfortunately it wasn't the result you wanted today, and that's football. Yeah, no bother. Thanks, Brendan. Thanks, Niall. Well done. Thank Thanks. you. Uh, Paul Barden, former Longford player, but more importantly, selector on the team today. Paul, fine performance with Longford. First half really did the business, and uh, Carlo found it hard to get back, but they did give it a rattle in the second half, but you were too good in the end. Yeah, we were very good today. Like any day you kick 25 points and win a championship game, you're, you're going to be very happy. Uh, I suppose we had those few goal chances in the first half and we could have put the game on out of, out of touch and distance for Carlo, but we left them in the game and they came out storming in the second half and they caused us lots of trouble there and we're very happy then the way the lads regrouped then and kicked on to win the game in the end. Some lovely scoring play from Longford, plenty of scores in play. All your six forwards scored and your two corner forwards, I think between them, scored 11 points. Yeah, with, with 12 points actually from the inside full forward line, which is great. And that, that's what you want to see from an inside full forward line. 22 points from play is, is a great return in a championship game. So, yeah, we're very happy.
on to Mead now next week. There's not much time for rest, but uh, it's Mead in the next round, so it won't be easy. A different, a different step up. Uh, we won't get away with making the same mistakes we made today, so... Uh, we'll regroup during the week and lots of things to work on. Okay, Paul, thanks for that and very best of luck to Longford. Cheers, Brennan. Thank you. Now, a great win for Carlo Minor football team. First win in four years. Demian McMahon, manager Demian, you have to be happy, but a little bit bittersweet, I suppose. You're a proud Wicklow man. You played senior for Wicklow, but the Carlo Minor team that you managed beat Wicklow today. Cracking game. Yeah, very good game, Brendan. Um, wasn't one I was looking forward to, to be honest with you. I didn't sleep the night before. Um, and it's never nice. I just knew the minute the draw was made, the first first team I knew that would come out was Wicklow. Um, and the only, I suppose, shining light for me was that I didn't have to go to Akram. Because I went down there a couple of years ago with Willie. Willie Quinlan was uh, the manager and we got beaten down there. So um, I wasn't looking forward to it. And the way the championship has been run off, you haven't had a, a good run into it. Like We had two practice matches before it. So you're, you're only kind of fine-tuning things and getting things right and then straight into the into the, the battle in Dr Cullen but it, look I didn't I wasn't you know delighted I was playing Wicklow but obviously um, I'm living in Carlow now and I'm more or less a Carlow man now and you know I'd, I I took great satisfaction I suppose in, in winning because you know I think it's the first minor win in five years You scored 314 great scoreline Wicklow scored 215 and it was nip and took right mm. till the end but uh, it's a great return Yeah fantastic you know our first our first practice match um, that we played we played Leash we only scored 8 points there was 7 of them from freeze so you know the, the second game our scoring went up as well and yesterday like there was some great goal goal, goal chances which we've worked on um, we've worked on them very very hard and, and they, they come off there was some great goals there yesterday but we had we, I know the two, two of the goals that Wicklow got were handed to them like there were you know two mistakes on our side um, and you had a harsh black card I believe as well yeah yeah I didn't it's see unusual in under 17 to see that but yeah. uh, I believe it was a spot and it turned the game a little it did it did because uh, Ronan in particular was having a fantastic influence on the game he was he had a, a brilliant game and I didn't see the incident so I can't really comment on it and, 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 and I suppose in the, in the greater picture I, I thought we won. The, we won, and I thought I thought overall the referee did a, a good job on it. You know, yeah. it's um, he's a young referee, and I thought he did a fantastic job on the game. It's Kildare the next time, Damien. Kildare always have good underage teams. With my philosophy, and that a lot of people are, when minor was under eighteen, it was difficult to beat the stronger teams. But under seventeen is still really juvenile underage school by football. And uh, Carlo have to give themselves a chance scoring that big score against Wicklow 3-14 Score three fourteen against Kildare, mm. and you're well in the game. But it is in Newbridge. Yeah, look, it's. At this stage, look, our, our aim, I, I couldn't have even told you um, what way the draw was going to go. I, all my focus was on for the last couple of weeks was the Wicklow game. Um, and look, we, we have, we're, as I said, we're getting stronger. Um, we won't, most definitely, none of these lads will fear playing Kildare. Um, we're, we're actually really looking forward to it. We have two weeks, we feel that we're getting better every single training session we're going to. So we have another another two weeks. And, you know, look, our scoring, our scoring was good. We just need to cut out the errors that we made yesterday, um, tighten up things. We have a lot to work on. And as I've said to the players, if every game that you went to went perfect, you'd have nothing to work on in the next training session. So okay. we have a lot to work on. Well, the very best of luck. It's on the 10th of July. It's in Newbridge, St. Connellas Park. Best of luck there, Damien. I mean, there's a few good teams in. I know Leash beat Wexford on penalties, 4-3 after a 1-11 to 14. You scored 3-14 against Wicklow's 2-15. Kildare did score 4-10 to Longford's 1-12 and Lout defeated Westmead 3-10 to 10. So there are the four teams there after the first round. So well done on that. We look forward to the match in Kildare. Thank you very much, Brandon. Can't wait. And finally, Seamus Kelly joins us after Kilkenny Camogie won on Sunday. (laughs) 
Seamus Kelly, six point victory over Dublin in the Tesco Ireland Under 16 Championships. Your overall opinion after the game today? Yeah, look, when you come into this game, it was going to be a huge battle. Dublin bet Wexford, we bet Wexford, and today it was it was just another battle. They got their two early goals, and I suppose as a team we could have, we could have panicked, but our backs held strong. They kept plucking away. Our forwards came into it in the end. We got the goals in the matter. We got the win, and that's what we wanted. Today was just about to, we're getting a result, get, getting out of the group and putting ourselves hopefully in a semi-final position. You knew coming into the game, both teams were already through, but it certainly had a championship feel there. And I have to compliment John Darmody as well. Like I know lots of people are giving out about referees with the new rules. I thought he actually left the game flow and it really added to the spectacle. Everyone, including the parents in the whole lot, really enjoyed that game here today. Yeah, it was a, it was a proper championship game. And, and regardless of us been through to a quarter-final, to us it was a knockout game. and That's where we're heading into now. Dublin as well are still in it. Like There's a knockout game ahead. Look, with championship feeling, the referee done, done his job to the best of his ability. Both teams played well we played hard we played fast and it was it was a spectacle to watch I say if you were here just watching it for the enjoyment you got a lot of it but from a manager point of view your heart was in your throat but look again we got the result we came out on the right end and we're happy overall with the performance the game itself as you said was kind of a, a free let off for girls to probably express themselves a small little bit even though we probably knew if we got through as group winners, we were guaranteed a quarter-final spot, no guarantee we had a semi-final spot the way the draws are being done. Started very, very early. As you say, though, those two goals that Dublin got, two belters. You might not be too happy with the, the defending on the two goals, but you settled down after that and really got stuck into it. Yeah, look, end of the day, we're, we're in the group stages and, and this has been a very short window to prepare a team. You literally had we'd a week and a half to get, to get through um, 130 girls to try to get down to a panel. Four weeks preparation and we're already have two wins under our belt I think I think the work the girls have done so far we're going to learn a lot from today's game like we're not going to go with this game saying okay job done we have work to do we need to work with our backs we need to work on our tackling we need to work on our structure a bit more tighten it up forwards get them ticking a bit better you know obviously 16 wides today you know tells, tells the stat tells its own story but look we'll get back next week and you know work on these little things and they're only little things to work on you know and if we get these things right this could be a very enjoyable journey for Kilkenny Overall, it was a fantastic team performance. The unity of the girls, an awful lot of running off the ball and some fantastic scores off the hurl as well. I know Lauren Ronan got a couple of them as well. Quiva Caramorta in full forward, two goals and a point. Five of the six forwards scoring, you have to be happy with that. And the one where you said there, Martin, is unity like. And again, I suppose that's the ethos that I work off of that. Every every girl on this panel is important, right down to the last number. They're the ones who set the tempo from the start of the game. They're the ones who helped us prepare, and they're the ones who helped us get the result here today. And that's the way. That's that's just the way we believe in it. Like, um, look, these girls are a special bunch. And yes, it's been a long time since Kilkenny have won under six on Ireland, but that's not our. We're not focusing on the end goal. It's it's just the moment, next moment in front of our face, and that's either going to be a quarter final or a semi final. But if these girls keep that unity together, this could be, as I said, a very enjoyable year for Kilkenny. And Kilkenny Kamoi, as much as people, you know, may look at sometimes, it's it's on the rise. And if we keep these young girls coming through, they're going to be the girls who'll take the jersey off from the current senior team in a couple of years' time. And that's what Kilkenny needs to do. And I hope that my management team are doing a good enough job that we're making sure the future is going to be strong for Kilkenny. Well, you certainly are going forward. As you say, knockout stage now to look forward to. You can't beat momentum. And as you say, it might only be a short window but you've now beaten Wexford you've beaten Dublin put up some high scores great fielding I mean the high catching that was there today was overall unbelievable from both teams and especially your own girls so you're going in the right direction a bit like Brian was saying with the senior teams taking it one game at a time and you know you're looking forward now to the knockout game 
100% this, this is when it gets down to the real championship whether it's a quarter final or a semi final we're just we're, we're going to get ready for whoever we're going to meet and again we go through our normal routine we get our training done we work through all the little things that we learned here today but now we've got to add another 5% onto our performance now we've got to really show what we can do now it's now it is it's, it's do or die it's, it's, it's about playing on the edge I think Noel Hickey said at the recent interview it's about being on the edge playing on that edge and that's what we're going to have to do over the next two or three weeks as a manager though it has to help seniors winning a fantastic league final last Sunday again Galway you're then able to say to these girls in training and are even there today this could be in a couple of years time put your name forward in the game like this go forward in an All-Ireland and you could be in Crow Park yourselves 100% like the, the current crop of Kenny players are the road models you see Katie Nolan the corner forward the way she comes out and fights for the ball Laura Murphy came on grabbed a fantastic ball out of the air Aoife Dyle came out of nowhere rattled the net Aoife Norris who was a coach a couple of years ago coming out with a goal and making great saves like they, they, the, the current Kenny crop are great role models and the more success they bring the more girls want to play for Kilkenny and as I said to you already I hope my management team and all other management teams in Kilkenny are thriving to the end goal of making sure Kilkenny has success for many years to come You're going in the right direction I know O'Brien had his own opinions on whether to get through to a quarter final or a semi-final you top the group now today again just like the seniors there's no guarantee you're guaranteed a semi-final spot if we come out of the draw well and good we get into it we may have a quarter final spot maybe the quarter final will help those girls and get another game under their belt yeah look we have we're ready we, we have plans for the quarter final how to prepare we have plans for the semi-final how to prepare and whatever whatever comes in front of us we're going to be ready for it um Look, I'm very, I'm very fortunate to have such great people working around me, and I'm very fortunate to inherit a great group of girls. And whatever challenge is going to be thrown in front of us, we're ready for it. And at the end of the day, these girls know now that it's not about how you walk onto the field; it's how you walked off it. And today they walked off victorious. Today they walked off better players. And I'm really looking forward to see what happens in the knockout stages. Well, we wish you the very best of luck, Shem. In whether it's a quarter final or semi final, and no doubt we'll be following the progress throughout. Thanks very much, man. That's Scoreline Extra. I've been Shane O'Keefe. You can listen to the show live every Saturday and Sunday from 2 to 6. Until then, stay safe, stay sane.